Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Stephen and I are together in the Cleveland studio. It's been a busy week for you and a not-so-busy week for me. <laughs> Being a bum has been kind of fun for me, although I need to not let that become my standard. Um, this is a pretty consistent conversation that we have once you are done with the project, right? Yeah. But, at least you're aware in, of it. In, you know? in, my, in my defense, I'm, I'm on the road constantly, and finally I'm like, ah, I'll relax and take some time off. That's cool. It's the duration of that right. time off that I need to, to yes. focus on. But a lot going on this week. Um, yeah. You know, with the impending flip in Congress, the January 6th committee is basically, well, I, I, was, I was honestly, when I woke up today, I wasn't talking about how feckless they were. But now they're looking at putting some charges out. Well, the problem is that they don't have a lot well, of time. No, you know, they, like exactly. They, they, they need to, if they're going to do this, then they need to make their recommendation to the to the DOJ. And just to catch everybody up on what we're talking about, the January sixth committee is there. And here's the other thing too, right? Like if you read the articles, they're thinking about, you know, recommending to the Department of Justice charging Donald Trump with obstruction of official proceeding and defrauding the United States. Now, I think. The defrauding of the United States is is interesting on top of the obstruction, um, you know, and we know what they're talking about, January 6th, obstruction of the, literally the transition of power, and and that vote along with uh, the defrauding, I think, is, is interesting, right, is an interesting add-on to this because we know how Donald Trump has been, you know, raising money, and, and, and I don't know if you know this, but if you contribute to his campaigns, you know, there's little things in there where, like, if you don't uncheck it, right, if you don't uncheck yeah, the box, you'll, you'll continue to, to it's a recurring donate. Payment yeah, unless you take exactly. It and there's a lot of websites that do that, right? Like, almost anything that you subscribe to, it's going to automatically continue to bill you until you, you know, go in and manually unsubscribe from it. It's, it's really a one-time sort of deal. And that's what they were doing. And, and, and now, look, there's, the, like, plenty of people do that, but... I don't think that's what they're talking about. If you look at, you know, a lot of this stuff where, uh, you know, like the, how they were raising money and where the money was going, that's more, I think, of what this committee is talking about. I haven't seen the charges. I, have, I haven't seen, you know, the official charging document yet, and I haven't seen... It, doesn't, it only exists yet. Well, yeah, exactly, because they haven't done it, right? Like, they're, again, like I said, they're thinking about suggesting and blah, 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 which is also going back to your whole thing. Like, look, if you, if you have that, then you have it, right? Either either make the recommendation or don't. Like you're literally running out of time, right? Because you know that the the new Congress is going to get sworn in here in January. You know you've got less than a month essentially. So what do you? It's time to shit or get off the pot. What are they doing? I was doing? about to use that exact. That my grandfather's used that expression all the time, and I was about to use it. And yeah. Boom. You've, you're, yeah. But that's. I mean, that's just where we're at. And so while this is news i guess that they're thinking about it like do it or don't or don't or don't like but I, shut the you fuck know up, but right? either way like I, I don't really give a shit that you're thinking about it right i mean because you could think about it all the way until guess what you, there's a new congress and there is no more january 6th committee and then it's just a thought in the wind and this is all for nothing 
right? I mean, like, so if you're going to do it, do it. If not, then shut the hell up about it. I don't care. There was a Monty Python movie called uh, The Life of Brian, and there's a big political thing, and John Cleese says, this demands immediate discussion. <laughs> no, dude. Yes. The, the world collapsing around you, sitting down and talking about it, is done. Get shit done or not. Right. Um, I don't frankly know what the right answer is, although... In the last I mean, couple the right days. Answer, yeah, you do. If listen, if you've got evidence to show obstruction, and if you've got the evidence to show that he defrauded the United States, then the right answer is make the re recommendation and DOJ use like look at what the evidence that they have provided for you, and and you figure out if it's substantial enough to actually charge, right? Like that. That's the answer. Now, if you don't have it, right, or whatever. I I mean, I think what, if you if you're at a point where you're thinking about it to this point, right then I think the answer is you make the recommendation. Ultimately, then it will be up to the DOJ to make the decision. Now, Merrick Garland and his DOJ are moving very slow and methodically and meticulously, and I'm sure they're crossing all their T's and dotting all their I's across everything as it relates to Trump as you need to. But that is a process which is slow, and they are moving slow, and everything with the government moves slow anyway. Um, but I think this committee has a responsibility. If you're saying that you've got this that amount of evidence, and we've seen a lot of the things that they've presented, right? Contrary to oh the Fox News and the and the and the conservative punditry and everything else, um, you know, oh, this is a nothing burger. Okay, well, you say that about everything, right? I mean, you could literally watch, like Trump said, he could watch Trump shoot someone in the middle of the street, and you would say it's a nothing burger. Um, like you didn't say anything when you know he's he's dining with Kanye West and and Fuentes, so I, I, everything is a nothing burger to conservatives. Okay, fine. But back in the real world, right? For the few remaining people with fucking common sense, like there's plenty there to for the DOJ to at least look at and investigate and consider. So go ahead and give it to them and let them make the decision. But don't don't pussyfoot around until guess what? Congress is out. There's a new Congress in. And then you 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 lose that ability because the committee the committee has been disbanded, right? Which it will be. And, oh, absolutely. And, 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 and like we know that. that. Yeah, like, yep. So like, why you're dicking around with it? I don't know. Um, and and that leads us right into uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and Steve Bannon. Uh, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene was at an event where you know she, oh, there you know had had her and Steve Bannon play. You know, basically using using the following statement that I'm about to say as defense, right? Like defense against like, hey, we didn't plan January 6th. It just happened to go down this way. But had we planned it, then we would have been successful. We would have been armed. And, you know, and it's just, again, more rhetoric. And I think a lot of people are taking that to, there's a lot of, there are, there are a lot of people on the left, right, that are pointing to that statement and saying, see, 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 but, Again, you you have to look at the whole picture of the statement that she's saying. She's saying we didn't do it. Had we done it, we would have done it right, and they would have been armed and everything else. And the statement in and of itself is dangerous um, because I think with the with their supporters and their base, that that's a dog whistle, right? Like so, there's someone who is going to take that to heart, or who could take that to heart, I should say. Um, and could do something dangerous with it, right, and, and use that as a directive based off of the testimony we're hearing f that we heard from people involved in January 6th, right? Like Trump said, fight like hell, so that we took that to mean that we needed to go up there and fight. Okay, you know, Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene basically told us to go up there and this time try again armed. That could be, you know, a crazy person or group's defense of doing something stupid in the future, but 
in the context of what she said, she's saying it as a defense, as we didn't plan this because it wasn't successful, right? Like, you know, we're winners, we only win, and so we wouldn't plan something that failed so miserably is what she's trying to say, which I think, again, you take all of it with a grain of salt, right? Right, but also if you expand the context of what she's saying is we would have succeeded in overthrowing the government. Yes. I mean, the, the gravity of that statement yes, should not but, be... but I mean, I think there's... Uh, I, again, the gravity of the statement can't be missed, but I think there are plenty of... of uh, there are plenty of situations like that, right? Like, had a, you know, had I been there, this is how it would have went down, and but this is a much grander scale, right? Like, we all, we all know the guy who's, oh, had that been me, I would have kicked that guy's ass, right? Like that, right. and that's what this is, just high-level politics that happen to involve, you know, our democracy and freedoms yeah. and republic and our oh, government. Is that all? But, yeah, that that's all? all. Okay, so let's talk about Ralph Norman for a minute, because Ralph Norman... Ralph, hey. ...texted to Mark Meadows, the yep. President's Chief of Staff, on January 17th, 11 days after the insurrection, and said, you, need, you should declare martial law... And he spelled Marshall, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L, which he's getting mocked for, and he deserves it. But that's that, that's where, you know, liberals fuck up. Because, oh, look, he's dumb. We can make fun of him because he's dumb. Okay, great, you're right. It was dumb. It's bad. You were the one who said on the show originally, and we've repeated dozens of times, that, you know, when we say these people are in Congress, they must be smart. No, they don't need to be smart. We've proven that over and over again. But the concept behind this, the, the, the depth behind this, is fucking huge. Like, yeah. he literally was tweeting, or texting, like, tell the government to seize the right of the people. Right. And Ralph Norman, remember, uh, just in case you don't know, Ralph Norman is a representative, a congressman from South Carolina. Um, and he's texting Mark Meadows, who at the time was Trump's... Uh, chief of uh, staff. Yes, chief of staff. Right, like so, you've got a U.S. congressman texting the chief of staff of the president. Listen, this thing isn't going our way. You know, the election didn't go our way. We need to figure out a way to make it go our way. So, just declare martial law, use the military to keep everybody, you know, in their homes until we can figure out a way to keep our guy in the White House. Right. Yeah. I mean, with again, no evidence of fraud in the election. Right. No, none whatsoever. I did see a report today. That came out of uh, 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 the uh, what the Gateway Pundit, I believe, that which is a far right leaning um, uh, uh, media uh, outlet, uh, suggesting that you know some tech that the government installed in uh, our voting systems was used to cheat, but the tech was installed in 2016 under the Trump administration, and then you know was pushed even further in 2018 when Trump was still in the White House. And, you know, again, Trump was there in 2020 and it was his White House. So, you know, they're saying that the Democrats used this to cheat at some point between 2016 and I guess the 22 election. But again, this is all this all happened under Trump. So they're blaming things that Trump did on the Biden administration and the Democrats saying that, oh, well, the Democrats used this system and had it put in place. 
you know, to, to combat to combat against Trump, it's just like, look, he was in the White House. It, his team, unless it kind of makes sense, like if Trump is sitting there saying that the uh, that the 2016 elections were fraudulent, and then the DHS goes in, the Department of Homeland Security installs this because, again, Trump is saying that everything was, you know, fraudulent and, you know, all, all that other stuff, and there was there were all these voting irregularities, then that would tend to make sense. So going then and saying that the Democrats are using that to cheat, it, it doesn't. You said 2016. I think you meant 2020. No, 2016. Oh, wait. So, but they didn't challenge 2016. They remember when 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 Trump got into office in the 2016 election. Remember, he said he should have won by more. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Remember, he, he said he, he, lost, he lost the popular, popular and he said okay, the yeah, only yeah, way yeah. that that happened was through fraud. Right. That's when a lot of the election denying stuff started. That laid the foundation for everything yeah. okay. leading up to 2020. And obviously, you know, and it was sure. a big thing in 2018 and it got bigger in 2020. And then now you've got people like Carrie Lake, you know, out in Arizona who her whole existence is, you know, denying elections unless she wins. Right. It's funny how that works. Um, but yeah, the, the fact that Ralph Norman did that after yes. January 6th. Just the, there needs to be a consequence for that. I don't know what the proper consequence is. It should be censured by the by the House. I guess I do know what the proper consequence is. He should be censured, maybe kicked out of office. Um, nothing will happen. We know that. Uh, oh, no. I mean, I just I I agree. I don't think anything will happen. Um, I don't know what the appropriate. Punishment is, for this is censure meaningless in your mind. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's kind of why I make that face because okay. what does censure really do? Nothing, right? Right. Um, like it's a, it's it's it is it's, it's, it's a sternly worded letter, <laughs> which is literally what it is. I'm sure they've got an official document when you get censured, right? That you get and then you put in the shredder, or maybe you frame it and laugh, <laughs> and then you know you go about your day because you're still collecting a paycheck and you're still able to do pretty much everything, right? That you were you were doing before, but you've been censured. Or right. else what? Or else we'll become very angry with you right. and write a letter telling you how angry we are. Exactly. So This week's I, Team America Yeah, reference. I mean, it's just, you know, I, so I, I don't know how you really hold him accountable for this. Uh, and But what we do know is that the voters of South Carolina likely won't do won't do it through their vote. Correct. Right? That, that, that is the right way to hold them accountable. And so if that's what's going to happen, if people are just like, yeah, that's our guy and we believe that's what we want him to do, um, there's not a lot of recourse. And, and again, that just is a, the lack of a recourse is less of an issue, but it's more of that's where we are with the people that we have in power, along with the people who vote for them, where their minds are, where the mindset is. Um, it's not about betterment of the country, right? It's about these, you know, dug in beliefs that, you know, that you can even tell them, like, look, this thing that you believe in is bad for so many people. Well, I don't care, right? Like, I don't, it's just, I I don't care. I, I, my, it's either my way or the highway, line in the sand, and anyone who crosses that line is my enemy, so I want to go again. And that's the mindset of your Republican members of Congress, the Senate, the people who vote for them, and we're going to continue to have this useless government, useless legislature between the Senate and, and Congress as long as that is as long as that is pervasive. You know, I watched Adam Kinzinger give essentially his farewell speech, and he's a guy that I 
didn't know his name. We've talked about it on the show, but before he stood up against Trump, I didn't know the guy's name. And then I ended up working a project in his district. Mm. And I got to feel the energy of that crowd. And, you know, I, I really respect the guy because he knew he was committing career political suicide by doing what he did. But he said, I took an oath. And I didn't, until I heard his speech today and didn't know his background, he's a combat, combat vet. I mean, he's been in Congress for 12 years. He was, like I said, a combat vet. And he just said, look, I fulfilled my oath. And it cost me my job. And I'm fine with that because mm-hmm. I did what I swore to do. And he is among a very small number of Republicans who had that kind of integrity and guts. In mm-hmm. fact, a very small number. Liz Cheney is one we've talked about a bunch. There are others out there, and frankly, shame on me for not having their names available. But most of them have either just stepped away from government saying, I can't win unless I you know, kiss Trump's ass, and I'm not going to do that, so fine, I'm out. Or they lost in primaries. Right. And that's where we, that's where we are now. And um, <laughs> can we talk about Trump's major announcement? Yes. Is, is, there, is, there, is there something else first? Because I can't wait to... No, I mean we can we could jump into it. I mean this is so ridiculous, right? Like so, Trump on his uh, on his social media uh, site, which we're not even going to mention, but he Whatever. releases this you know pre announcement to a big announcement, right? Where he says, "Oh, there's going to be a big announcement tomorrow," and you know I speculated that it could be him announcing you know another tour of rallies. Um, my, you know, there was some thought about, is he announcing a running mate, which just didn't really make sense even for him, but you can't necessarily. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. I didn't think it would, cause it's just entirely too early because you don't even know who you're running against. Right. Um, and I think, you know, even with him, that matters to a degree, um, you know, and so, and then the, the big one that I really thought that I was real, that was the All most right, concerned. Let me stop you. You said this to me, and it sent a chill down my spine. Yeah. Go ahead. That Trump was going to make a push for Speaker of the House uh, in Congress, meaning that, you know, and a lot of people are like, well, how could he? He's not a congressman, and you have to be, you don't need to be a sitting congressman to be Speaker of the House. This is not unprecedented. We've seen other people become Speaker that who were not members of Congress. And if that were to happen, like that, that would be a nightmare scenario in terms of creating a, 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 in effect, completely ineffective government, right? Because Trump's not going to bring anything to the floor that's brought by Democrats. He's not going to bring anything to the floor that's not brought by a Republican that doesn't kiss his ring. And so the, the, the repercussions of that would be disastrous for the people and for the government. Go ahead. It would also make him third in line for the presidency. Well, that's, that's the other big thing is that, you know, you've got the president, you've got the vice president, and you've got the Speaker of the House. Um, and we know that we, I, I don't think it would be successful, but you know, and here's why in my, there's, that's less of an issue because, um, Democrats have control of the Senate, right? Right. So an impeachment proceeding would have to go through the Senate, which the Democrats have control of. And so the Democrats aren't going, there's not going to be a successful conviction of, you would have to basically convict both Biden and Harris, right, to get them out of office in order to put Trump back in office and the time it would take to get through both impeachment proceedings of both a president and a vice president in order to get Trump in 
with you're not going to do it in in two years or True. a year. But and some it would change. inspire a ton of psychos to try to assassinate both of them. I well, that's the thing. Yes, because then the next thing is well, if you can't get them out through impeachment and and removal, then you get them out the other way, which is you know taking yeah. them out, which is like an insane Look. thought. But it's not like listen, given what we've seen. Right, uh, whether it's January 6th or the guy who tried to go in and take on the Cincinnati FBI and ended up getting himself killed in a cornfield, right, or any number of these yeah. other sort of uh, splinter cell sort of individual lone wolves um, that have that, that have taken on some drastic measures, that risk definitely increases tenfold or more, right? Right. Uh, I mean, you're not, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying that it's a. I'm saying it. It's an insane thought in general. But it's a very realistic possibility if Trump were to be Speaker of the House. There are plenty of folks who would think, I'm going to be a patriot, I'm going to do this, and Trump will pardon me when I succeed. I'm, yes. I, I know it's a crazy, right. awful fucking thought. There's but, a lot of people sitting in jail right now right. from January 6th yeah. who, were, who are still waiting on that pardon from Trump. Right. right? Like They think that he's going to get back in office so that he can pardon them. Right? And, and my favorite question to ask the people who ignore January 6th is... Okay, no Congress member was murdered on that day. But I asked people when they're, oh, you're making too big a deal out of it. I've asked, what would have happened had they gotten their hands on Nancy Pelosi or AOC? And the answer I've gotten 100% of the time response is, I don't know. And my response to that is, bullshit. You know exactly what would have happened. They would have been murdered. And if that's not a reasonable take on my part, tell that to the guards that literally locked them and Mike Pence into a room and said, we're standing here with a gun pointed at the door. You do nothing until we tell you to because your life is in danger. Yeah. I mean, I know what I'm saying to you makes sense. Yes. Hopefully to most people, it makes sense. I guarantee you over the Christmas weekend. Yeah, there's a whole swath of people, though, who that is... Oh, you're being right. so yes. dramatic. Yes. Oh, come on. It was just... Oh, so they pooped on the floor. Oh, big deal. No. They, they pooped on the floor, smeared shit on the walls. They stole things. They stole computers. Right. They 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 damaged and they property. Right. Talked they, about hanging the they fucking vice president. Literally president's. threatened the vice president's life. Right. I mean, yes. and it was such a. You know what I mean? Like, in I can't get the image of Josh Hawley, you know, running from from the mob. Right after waving to them and fist pumping and all that right. other shit, and then you see him. You know, in the Capitol, running to safety, yes. like sprinting. Yes. You know, like he hadn't sprinted probably in twenty years. <laughs> I can't judge that because I had to sprint across the road the other day. Well, it wasn't pretty. I'm, we're fortunate you still have hamstrings, but you know, I mean, it just so th this idea that oh well, had they gotten to him, they just would have they would have had a very uh, enlightened conversation. You know, Tickle I mean, it's just, right? It's just it's just no, insane. It's, so what did Trump really? Right. So we got way <laughs> off. But so Trump's big announcement. Um, which, you know, like I said, is it more rallies? Is it uh, uh, him announcing a running mate? Uh, or is it him, you know, making his push for speaker? No, none of the above. Actually, what his announcement was that he has released digital trading cards with him as a superhero. I told my friend this today. She thought I was making it up. Jim? And I was like, oh, no, no. I am not joking about any of this. Jim? Yes, sir. Jim. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. 
<laughs> don't get me don't you South Park me. So, like, so, you know, I put the tweet out about, like, what it possibly could be. Thinking, like, a serious person, like an adult, <laughs> like a sane silly, fucking silly human, right? It turned out that I'm actually, like you said, a silly person. A dumb, stupid person for thinking that this guy was going to do something that strategically made sense even though the things I listed didn't make sense, right? Like, or, or wouldn't be good or whatever, right? But I'm thinking, again, strategically, oh, silly me, this motherfucker came with trading cards and an NFT, right? And, and it's just like, and what's interesting, though, is that there are another a number of people, right, on Truth Social, on Reddit, right, and people are screenshotting like a motherfucker, um, like, just, uh, like, Die hard Trump supporters. I mean, they got MAGA in their handles and, you know, flags and all this stuff. Like, Trump, 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 right? Like, and you go back through and it's like they're all Trump. People complete, like, a lot of his, fo- completely devastated, right? Like, dude. Oh, see, I didn't see any. Of oh, these. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, there are. I know Bannon went, I can't do it anymore. But yeah, sorry, there were a lot of people who were just like, you mean to tell me that the big announcement was this, this dude releasing trading cards that we need to pay for? You know, and some of them with create, you know, because they're NFTs, right? Like, so the, you know, like for exorbitant amounts of cash, thousands of dollars, you know, in a time where the economy's tough and everybody's talking about inflation and recession and, you know, it's holiday time and people are cutting back and kids not getting toys. And this motherfucker is releasing trading cards with him. Digital trading cards. Digital trading You can't even physically hold them, right? NFTs. And it's interesting. Like, I thought NFTs were a bunch of bullshit from the get-go. You know, we had Market been on, and we should have him back um, with everything that's been going yes, on over the last the six market, months. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've thought, I thought NFTs were bullshit. There were a lot of guys like Market Ben who, you know, oh, there's, there's value there, blah, blah, blah. And, and they're probably right. But, again, to me, they just look like a way for people with a lot of money to show that money off. You know, you mix it in with the metaverse and because there's no, like, you can't, there's no value. Like, people talk about, oh, information and, you know, storing health information in, in, in the blockchain and blah, 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 blah. But really, this, all this has been to this point is really wealthy people, you know, overpaying for literally nothing, right? Just shit that people make up, right? Not even hard, right? That they, digital images that they make up online that they'll have access to, it's, well, it's like art. Right, I was like, it's not even like art, right? And then it's like you know, Beanie Babies, right? In these, my the, you know, these you know, some of these, you know, between the blockchain and you know, we'll talk about Sam uh, Bankman-Fried in a little bit, but like we've seen plenty of weak links in the chain, so to speak. Um, like I've just thought that they were bullshit, and I looked into them for a little bit, even for us and our podcast to have like an NFT with our logo and all that other stuff, and I was like, it's not worth it, right? Like there's. The money that you have to pay to put in it, like for us to do what I wanted to do, would have cost me like six hundred dollars, and then trying to get somebody to pay something for it, like the statistics were absurd, right? Like people would spend all this money to put this shit together, and then they would sell them for less than they invested. In. Oh well, you know, someone is going to sell it at some point for a lot of money, and then that's when I'm going to make all my money. Well, it, it you know, for ninety nine point nine percent of people in their NFTs, they made no money off of them. Um, and there's still some diehards who are like, oh, this, this is about to blow up. It's about, well, Trump got involved, so it's definitely about to blow up. Oddly, I got into a bit of a fight with my buddy Mike the Dentist from Buffalo, who last year at Christmas time was telling me we needed a Whiskey Congress NFT and that he would buy it. So if I speak to him this Christmas, um, I will offer that 
but make you put the money up front. But um, I, I, so now, now I feel compelled. Does, well, does he listen to our show? I he probably doesn't. He, he probably doesn't. He sounds uh, like the type who doesn't. No, so, he says he's told me he doesn't, and then, but he's 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 an example of what drives me fucking crazy because he's a dentist. Talk, yeah, you, he, talk, you he, talked yeah, about yeah, he's a yeah. smart guy, educated, and, 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 and but and, that's why that. And I tell Steve, I tell him like, let's have a conversation. Oh, you'll just twist things. Okay, then call me off for twisting things. Right, and you said he sends memes and all that other stuff, but Constantly. I mean, again, that goes to show. Right, like people when people talk about Trump supporters and MAGA supporters, you know, they go to the uneducated, dumb, angry, white. Right, well, no, that's not true. Right, like we've just there, there's there's a lot of people that have bought into Trumpism and MAGA and that entire movement that span the, the that span the scale. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, like, think about it. Think about the congressmen and the senators and the CEOs of organizations. And, you know, like you said, dentists, lawyers, the number of lawyers that, you know, Sidney Powell and and Rudy Giuliani and all the, you know, all these people that have jumped on. And then, you know, we see it around here. Like I was at I was at an event. Uh, it was a cigar event. Right. A lot of high wealth individual, a lot of people that I know are smart people that have made a lot of money that are, you know, they're not, you know, literally have made money on their own. Right. Because I, I'm in an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial mode myself. So sure. there's benefits of being around that group. Right. And a lot of those guys were, you know, Trump supporters. Right. And, um, you know, just which is evidenced by some of the comments that they were making. And so you can't go to the, oh, it's just the, you know, the dumb blue collar worker or, you know, the, the, you know, the guy out on disability or whatever. Like there's men, there's women, you know, there's a, f a lot fewer minorities, black, Latino, whatever. But, uh, you know, a lot fewer minorities, black, plenty of Latinos that are that are in, in, in Trump's camp. Um, you know, it's it spans all different types of different demographics and, you know, you talked about where Democrats get in trouble with, like, Ralph Norman, right, where they focus on he misspelled martial law, which plenty of people, I'm sure, do, right, that there's, right. you know, Marshall, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L, -L, right, and there's Marshall with the T-I-A-L. Um, plenty of people make that mistake, and so many people were focused on, oh, you can't even spell Marshall the right way. Oh, look at that. And how many times have I told you that? You know, holier than thou, I'm smarter than you, elitism is just what kills Democrats over and over again because they're so focused on making fun of Ralph Norman for using the wrong word, right, that they're not even acknowledging the fact that this motherfucker was talking about martial fucking law because they wanted to keep Donald, our and, and they wanted to keep Donald Trump in and basically overthrow our government and completely punt on the fact that we had a democratically held election. Right? Like, that needs to be the, be the criticism. I don't care how he spelled it. He could have spelled it M-A-X-H-S-A, however the fuck he spelled it. Doesn't fucking matter. It's what he wanted out of the message that he sent. And, and instead and of who he was sending it to. Right, and it's just like, oh, well, it's just, you know, it's a little sidebar, a little levity. I don't give a fuck about levity. The motherfucker's overthrowing the government. We can laugh about shit later. Right? Like, we've got fucking comedians. Go watch a Dave Chappelle special if you need some giggles and tickles. Like, this motherfucker's trying to overthrow the government, and you're so worried about how he spells and how you're so much better than him because at least you know how to spell the word right. Right? Well, I mean, you were about to be in a situation where even if he spelled it wrong, had someone said, yeah, that's a good idea and done it, what the fuck were you going to do with your jokes then? Yeah, I, and I, I've said it three times, I think, on this show, but this happened 11 days 
after our capital was attacked. Right. After so this, January 6th. Right. This, this has been bad enough on January 5th, but on January 17th, like, literally, Biden's about to get sworn in, the shit's over, we have a new president, and he's going, okay, let's just go military, I mean, let's, what martial law means is literally military in the yes. streets, suspending all constitutional rights until we, quote, unquote, get things under control. That's what happens in... Russia. That's what happens in China. Yep. That's what happens in fucking third world dictatorships. Yes. And this cocksucker wanted to do it here. Yes. This year. Or after two after January 6th, yes. after people attacked the Capitol, after they had threatened the life of, uh, of Mike Pence, the vice president at the time, right? After you're talking about, li li there were literally conversations that came from Kevin McCarthy and uh, about like, listen, do we do we use the 25th Amendment against Trump, right? Like what the all and, of and that. Please tell me what that means, because that, that's why like he's mentally well, incapable. Well, right. They're saying that this guy is incapacitated and can no longer, you know, be trusted to run the government because he's a danger to himself and the country, right? Like, which is a serious thing that they had that that Kevin McCarthy. The speaker of the, oh, sorry, the, the former speaker of the house, right. the then minority leader of right. the house. He was the minority leader of the house, right? Who literally had to consider and like what? Not just not that it was suggested to him. Like he was strongly considering it and then decided against it. Now you know now he won't say anything about it, right? Like because we have him on tape. Like it's a recorded conversation that he had talking about using the 25th Amendment against Trump. So he can't deny it. You can't say, well, right. he didn't say that. No, he literally said it on tape. We have a recording of it, right? Like, that's how serious this was. And after all that, Ralph Norman is talking about going in the streets and just using the military to keep everybody in their house so they can keep Trump in the White House, right, longer until they can figure out how to keep him in the, how to keep him in the presidency for another four years, right? And, and the fact that the main focus is, oh, we spell the word wrong. Right. I mean, it's just the ultimate, like, God damn it, you guys are fucking mad at this. And, and I want to jab back at you and say, I don't think it was about keeping Trump in office for the next four years. Well, I, think it was about I mean, Trump I, as a permanent I mean, dictator. Well, I listen. I'm not trying. Yeah, try no, I am I, jabbing back at you and I apologize because I'm not trying to be a dick. I, I at the think, same time. Listen, I, now, as I was saying that, you know, as I was saying, keep him in the White House, the image in my head was Trump tweeted few years back, uh, a tweet of him, it was like Trump in the White House in 2020, 2024, 20, you know, right. 2028, and, the, and it kept going years and years and years and years with this idea like, hey, how about I just stay in the White House forever, right? And some people were like, well, he meant like after him that it would be Donald Jr. and then right, Ivanka right. or whatever. And I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here, right? Like, yeah, it was a joke, but still, like, Donald Trump doesn't give a fuck about Donald Trump Jr., Right. Um, or, you know, and his feelings for Ivanka aren't, you know, motivational <laughs> because he wants to see her in the White House, right? No, they're not. No, no, so, not I mean, like, we, but I, I just, it's... It's again, a way bigger deal than many people are giving. Yes, and, and, and again, like, when you went on Twitter, everything was just about the fact that he spelled it wrong, and there were a few serious journalists who were looking at, like, listen, this is... This is a serious concern. This should be a serious concern to everybody. But again, a majority of it was just, oh, well, he spelled it wrong and he's an idiot. Oh, he's so dumb. Yeah, great. Yeah. But fantastic. Well, yeah. either way, like, he's, again, you know, in Congress. Give, so, him, give him a zero on the spelling uh, list. Right. And, oh, by the way, get this fucker out of Congress because yeah. we have people like that. And it's, you know, what? the other Ben we talk to all the time who 
is a South Carolinian, or at least was a South Carolinian before moving to Kentucky, Whiskey Ben. Um, I, I would like to talk, to, we should get him back on the show because he, yeah. you know, he's a logical, logical, intelligent guy who literally, like, would have been a Republican if not for the Republican Party abandoning him. Yeah. And I, you know, we've talked to him multiple times. It's people like that that can possibly save this country. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, you know, I don't know how many of him are. Last. I don't either. Um, and, uh, and, you so, know, he, listen, right. again, with the whole idea of, you know, he takes a common sense approach. And it's just what we're finding is that just common sense apparently is something that no longer exists. Um, and without enough people that are willing. Now, you, now listen, I will say that the Trump trading card thing. Turned a lot of, like, listen, it, it, it's as ridiculous as it is. There are a lot of people who put a lot, like, and there were people saying, like, look, I have put, I have donated so much money to this guy in his cause, right? And have apologized for him and made excuses for him for the last, you know, six years. So to see, you know, there are a lot of people who, who the light bulb finally went off, like, this guy, this guy is a fucking con artist. Like, what in the actual fuck are you serious with play? I mean, and this is not me over exaggerating. This isn't me playing it up. I mean, there are there. It, now look, it, it's a it's a sample size from you know some Reddit, some some yeah, comment anyway. boards, from whatever. But again, like I told you back with the 2016 election, like that's that's people literally putting you know being their true selves. To a degree, right? Like you've got a lot of trolls and everything else and bots and everything else. But when you got people in there who you can go and you can see their timelines and their history and the consistency of their statements or whatever that they're posting and that they're real people. And now all of a sudden they're just like, what in the fuck, right? Like those aren't bots. Those aren't, you know, like those aren't plants. Those are people who genuinely realize now that this guy never gave a fuck, yeah. right? And so the question <laughs> – but now – Here's the thing is that, yes, it'll push them away from Trump, but we know exactly where they're going. They're going to Ron DeSantis. Yes, they are. Right? And Ron DeSantis came out with a little bit of news, right, that he is uh, um, putting together a grand jury to investigate COVID-19 uh, or the vaccines and, and mRNA Fauci, yep. and Fauci and everything else. And why is he doing that? Right? He didn't say anything about Trump. He didn't say anything about running for president. All he said was, you know, I'm going to investigate the vaccines and I'm going to investigate, you know, the lies that were told to our people and, and if this vaccine is actually safe. And, you know, I'm like, and he's doing these things and again, lining them up, right? He's doing it in the state of Florida, but he's setting it up for, for a bigger stage and a bigger platform when he decides to run. And also notice that he's not getting into a sparring match with Trump, right? No matter what Trump says, he's avoiding it because, again, Right? What did I tell you? Right? Weeks ago, months ago, that that ago. DeSantis was going to let Trump hang himself. Right? DeSantis says, I'm gonna investigate this, I'm gonna investigate Pfizer and all these other companies who for in and, and Fauci and 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 uh, the health people who all forced everyone in these vaccines and all these laws. Right? And then the same week, Trump comes out with trading cards. Right. Trading cards. Right. With him as a superhero. With him as a superhero <laughs> shooting lasers out of his eyes. Yeah. 
Right? Like, so when you compare the two big announcements this week, again, DeSantis doesn't need to say anything about Trump. He doesn't need to say anything about running for president. He needs to continue to do what he's doing. Right? And Trump is going to continue to be Trump and do what he does. And Trump is going to take his base, and that will easily transfer over and convert to DeSantis' right. base. Right? And, and, and it's going to get to a point where all these other people that are considering running Right, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, uh, 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 Scott, Tim Scott down in South Carolina, and all these other people, like they uh, listen. They may make Tim Scott would probably make a decent candidate, right? He's black. He's one of the only. He's the only black senator, um, uh, the only black Republican senator. Um, you know, he's got a really compelling story, and he did a lot of you know bootlicking or not acknowledging Trump, you know, head on or not challenging Trump head on. But I think he's got plenty in a, in a, in a normal sort of setting. If you remove the MAGA movement, like Tim Scott would probably make a good candidate, but it's going to get to a point where people aren't even going to consider anything that isn't, that doesn't feel Trump ish, but they also are done with Trump and DeSantis gives them that, right? Like he's going to, like, he's like, he's going to continue the, 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 He's going to continue to push the narrative of MAGA, right? Minus the the election fraud stuff, minus the the self focus <laughs> on Trump, right? And he's going to shift it. He's not even going to focus on him, right? I, I promise you, DeSantis is not is it's not going to be about him. He's going to say, "This is what I've done for the state of Florida. This is this has been my passion is to help the people that I serve." And I've done that. I fought against Disney. I fought against Big Pharma in, in this vaccine. I fought for, you know, lowering the taxes. I fought for all these things that he's going to be able to say that he did for the state of Florida. And then he's going to say, look, I want to do the same thing for you. This country, this is what the country needs. What I'm doing for Florida is what the whole country needs, right? We don't need any more of the shenanigans from the guy in Mar-a-Lago. Don't even care about it. Not even acknowledging his existence. Now we need to focus on making this country better. And, to, and, and voting for me is what does that. If you let the Democrats take hold, we'll lose our country. You let one of these other spineless conservatives take hold, we lose our country. You let Trump take hold. He's only going to worry about him and you're going to get more shit with him. And it's not going to go anywhere. But me, right, like I'm still carrying the flag. But you don't get the bullshit with me. I don't have any wives. I don't have any porn stars. I don't have any bullshit. I don't have any trading cards. All I have is my military service, my service as a governor, and my record as a governor. And I want you to vote for me for president. That's a winning <laughs> recipe. I'm sorry. I know you're People, it, people but... can get mad at me and fight. And, oh, you're vo I'm not rooting for. I'm just telling you people it's fucking happening right in front of you. Right? All I'm trying to do is conceptualize it for you. I, I don't know how you beat it at this point because I don't know what the fuck the Democrats are doing, right? All I, I heard on the radio, Jill Biden is all Jill Biden, Joe Biden's wife is all in on him running again. I'm hearing that too, and that is a disaster. And he's gonna be eighty fucking years old. Eighty years old. He's already showing cognitive decline. I mean, I, I, yes, I, exactly. I, 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 listen, I, I'm not I, a I, hater. I, like, listen, I don't care who gets in the White House next, right? Uh, well, no, nah, yeah, I, I yes, do. You do. No, 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 I do. <laughs> but no matter who gets in the White House next. We've got to put fucking limits on it. I'm sorry. Right? Yes, it's eight. Call it whatever ism you want. Right? You got to cap it. Fucking, like, you got, like... 80 would seem like a reasonable number. You know, you know what? You know, 75. We already something. have ageism. There's already a minimum age. Right. So, 
Right? Maybe we need a maximum wage. Yes. I, and you know, I don't. I don't know what number you would put out there. I just know in this particular guy's case, if you look at Joe Biden's record, it's actually pretty good. It is pretty. It, it, it now, is pretty good. But you, th- there's so much. There, there's so. You, it's one of those things. Like it's. You know who Joe Biden is? Oh, here we go. You know who Joe Biden is? In terms of it, like, if we're comparing him to NFL quarterbacks, go ahead. It's Kirk Cousins. Interesting. Okay. Right. Oddly, Kirk Cousins is a huge MAGA guy. Right. But uh, but okay. Yeah. He wins games for you, but do you really want him as right. your guy? It's just like you look at the stats and you're just like, oh, it's pretty good. You want him on your team? No. Not really. No. <laughs> right. Like you know, Kirk Cousins is going to be ready for a contract again. You know, and like people in Minnesota are going to be like, eh, can we can we shop around? Is there is there anybody else? Right. I, and, I personally lived through that. Right. When the yeah. Bills were looking for a quarterback, you and I had this exact conversation. Like. How can Washington give up on this guy? Look at his stats. Do you want to? Well, no. <laughs> exactly. And that's that, that's where we are. And um, I am clamoring for us to go to the draft, you know, and go find our franchise QB, right? Like, um, go find tra- our next. Tra- trade up in the first round. Yeah, do whatever you got to do. And But, I mean, you know, and if, if I'm not going to say that. Well, I'll get off the football analogy because I, I was going down a weird path there. But. <laughs> Because uh, I was trying to figure out who Trump would be, and then I was trying to figure out who DeSantis would be, and then it was going to turn <laughs> let's, into... Yes, let's not do that. Yeah. Let you think about that. Right. But but the point is, is that, you know, I think... Biden that can't run again, period. Aside from that, no matter who runs, whether it's Biden or Sherrod Brown or... Uh, whoever, Gavin Newsom. Kristen Cinema, you know, when Kristen Cinema yeah. shifted from Democrats to Independent... You know the most predictable thing of uh, so far this sure. year, I suppose. Um, you know all these people who have these delusions of grandeur that are going to run on the Democratic side. I don't, it doesn't matter because I think that the the DeSantis train. I don't think the Democrats have a good defense against. Right now, listen, I've been wrong. I've been wrong plenty this year, wrong. <laughs> and I I would relish being wrong about what I'm saying. In terms of DeSantis's uh, uh, probability of success in running for president, um, but I haven't been very wrong about that sort of thing to this point for the last ten years. Um, I just I, I feel that I have a good feel for it, and and I haven't been wrong about DeSantis to this point. No, you have not. And I, I just I, the Democrats have a problem, and whether they're acknowledging it or not, I don't know what they're talking about with the DNC and everything else. Um, but what I do know is that if if they don't pull a rabbit out of the hat, then you know DeSantis, you might as well just chalk it up for eight years for 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 Ron DeSantis. If here's why it's important, in fact, critical for Biden to say I'm not running again because. There's lots of things wrong with Gavin Newsom, whatever. But there's lots of mainstream Democrats who will not make a push if Biden doesn't step down. Because to challenge a throne in your own party is politically risky. As much as I'll call Republicans cowards politically, and I'll stand by everything I said, so are Democrats. Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't know who I want. In fact, I meant to dig into that today um, because... I'm not thrilled with Gavin Newsom. I'm curious about uh, Hochul from 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 New York, but uh, I mean, in both you know, both Newsom and you know Hochul, Hochul. Yeah, they both. The issue that they both have is that they're the governors of New York and California, and you know, more so California and New York. California's a fucking mess. 
You oh, know, yeah. I mean, a mess. Taxes, homelessness, crime, all these things that they cannot run away from, right? Like, New York's a little bit different, probably in a little bit better situation. They still got, in, you know, New York City more so than anything, there's a real issue there, which she could kind of offset that, put that on the mayors and the situation sure. there. Um, and even some of it on Andrew Cuomo. But the reality is that they both have an uphill battle in, uh, you know, in terms of pulling over uh, the independent voters. Sure. Um, and I think Gavin Newsom would probably have a, maybe probably a better time, uh, uh, probably have more success with progressives. Hockey will, you know, I mean. Well, she's a Western New Yorker. So she, she is. Like, she, she, you know, I think her, like, I think she she's going to go heavy on you know um, anti gun legislation stuff like right. that and and she's she's really going to push that probably I, I would assume I, like I don't know a lot about her right I like, don't so either. it's hard like I'm kind of like and so I'm, I'm going to stop trying to figure out what her play would be until I dig in more to her and I think Gavin Newsom would check all the boxes for progressive Democrats and everything else I think that the, but progressive Democrats are also very finicky and also would be very critical of him. But at the same time, I think that they would be more supportive of him than a lot of other candidates that are out there. Um, I still think Sherrod Brown is probably the best um, shot uh, at being able to, to, you know, have a shot here. But, I mean, again, that's my opinion, and it's early. I mean, I also said right. that I thought that uh, Kamala Harris was a good candidate, and that <laughs> I was wrong about. Um do right. need her out of office. There's, 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 there's another one. Yeah. All right, man, we should move on from this because I really want to talk about uh, Sam Bankman Freed, the FTX crypto guy who is now facing decades in p- prison potentially. And I frankly, I know the charges are basically wire fraud and, and, and you know, tax related things. But, I mean, crypto is a scam, isn't it? I mean, it's like, not a scam. It's just that it's. Listen, for the most part, you know, uh, there's a lot of people who threw a lot of money in crypto as a, you know, fuck you to, you know, to government, to the government and government oversight and wanted more, you know, like freedom and their money, which is which is fair. Right. Like, I mean, I think the concept of it is good, decentralizing it and everything else. But I think it does. There's clearly some issues that have not been worked out. Um, and then Sam Bankman-Fried exploited a lot of that and, and now is facing, like you said, a, a lot of time in prison. He doesn't have a good defense. Um, his lawyers have yeah. been noted in saying that like he needs a better defense than I'm sorry, um, which has kind of been his thing. Like, and I think his point is like, look, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't fraud. I just was doing what I was able and allowed to do, and then it went bad, and now everybody's mad, right? And where, you know, so he's kind of in that Elizabeth uh, Holmes Holmes world. Uh, I didn't do anything wrong. I think she was much more nefarious. I, 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 like, is crypto a scam? No, because I mean, it's it is a legitimate current. Like, you can you can buy legitimate things. Like, you can go. There are stations, right, that look like ATMs. There's one in the Circle K gas station on Lorraine Avenue where you pop in there and you can buy and sell Bitcoin in the actual ATM-looking machine, right? Um, so you, you can argue that any currency is a scam. Right? Well, okay. I mean, an American I mean, dollar is worth of what an American dollar is because a government says it is and 
other governments agree, and they're that's not going to have a reference on this. There's a whole there's an episode of Rick and Morty. Um, that You're covers right. I will this. not. <laughs> um, and it's actually Rick and Morty is actually a really really intelligent show, and it's actually sometimes a little too much to watch at you know one o'clock in the morning. Um, after an edible, but um, but to your point, right? Like you know, all money and currency and pretty much everything, right? It's just the value that we say it does, and then we all just kind of agree that it is what it is. Um, and it's you know kind of similar to where you are with Bitcoin. Bitcoin would argue that the the actual value is more hard coded into the blockchain. Um, but yeah, I mean, with 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 this, and I don't know, like because. I was not a big believer in crypto, NFTs, and all that other stuff, right? Um, I've used Bitcoin. Um, I've, I've used it a number of times for uh, buying, you know, cigars and whiskey, you know, on the secondary market or black market, I guess you could call it, um, you know, because that's the way that people wanted it, right? Like, I wanted the bottle of whiskey or I wanted the cigars. They wanted it in fucking Bitcoin, so I had to go through, buy the Bitcoin, do the exchange. I've got a Coinbase wallet and all that other stuff, and then I send it to them. You can do it through Cash App now and all that other stuff. It, you know, and for the most part, I've had – it hasn't been really much of an issue, um, although the one guy was a scam, and I didn't get my cigars, and I was very upset. But, hey, that's the risk that you take with some of this shit. Um you know, I, I don't have a lot to say about them because I, I don't know enough about it to really look at it to like I could look at a typical fraud case like, you know, going back to Bernie Madoff or, or anything like that. And I can I can go through legally and under, because I understand tax law. This is different. Um, and and I'm sure they're using the same principles, but there's a there's a certain level of te technicality here that in, in expertise that I don't have to make a good analysis. All I know is that everybody's really pissed at this guy. And all I know is that I'm really happy that I never really invested heavily in crypto in general. You know? I, I thought of you when I saw a, a video with him before he was charged. And he basically said, my lawyers are telling me not to talk, but I'm going to talk because I want to be straight with you. Well, you know exactly <laughs> how that would hate a house. You'd be like, right. shut the fuck up. Like, I would snatch his ass off the fucking, you know. Like, I, I would have been facing a charge I for assaulting my client. I literally thought of you, like, dude, your lawyers are screaming right now. Like, oh, my God. Stop speaking. You will not make this better. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, I do want to touch on a few other things real quick. Um, the uh, We've talked about Brittany Griner a lot. Yeah. She finally came out with a statement. I did not see it. You wanted yeah, to she, bring it you know, up. she did. She, she came out with a statement. I think, it, listen, she said the right thing. Uh, she said she was happy to be home. She was very thankful to the Biden administration, the people that, you know, her family and, you know, fans and people generally the champion for her. Um, she is, you know, grateful. And she also was, you know, she reached, you know, she spoke out for Paul Whelan and his family. And she encouraged the people who supported her to continue to, you know, push to get Paul Whelan home. She encouraged the Biden administration to continue to push to bring Paul Whelan home. Um, and that she wants to continue her career in the WNBA. Um, and, and, you know, she said all the right things. And I, I, you know, I'm sure there's someone who's upset about it for some reason, because there always is. Um, but I, it was, it was good, right? I, there was, there was nothing there. And I, and, and I think, listen, if somebody wants to go to her, Right, and call her out and just be like, hey, before all this, you know, you were all piss and vinegar about the United States and all our problems. 
and you know, kind of put her in a situation where she's like, "Yeah, the United States quite isn't quite as bad as I thought it was." I'm not going to be too upset about that, right? But at the same time, okay, right? I mean, I I don't know if it's neither here nor there. I mean, because I think there are plenty of people who can bitch and moan and complain about the United States. There's plenty of conservatives who think that the U.S. has gone to hell in a handbasket because Democrats and, and liberals have taken over, right. right? So you could also make the same argument to them, right? Well, if you're so upset about it, then let's fucking go somewhere else, yeah, right. right? And then they fucking get captured by Russia, and all of a sudden, all these liberals and Democrats aren't so bad, right? Um, you know, so... But I do want to go back to Paul Whelan. You know, last week, I think I said he was a you know decorated veteran. Um, I think he had, he he was he didn't have that high of a rank. Um, he was this on, on a bad con- okay. yeah, 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 he didn't have that high of a rank. I think uh, some sort of uh, I forget what his highest rank achieved was. It wasn't very high. I think it was staff sergeant. But yeah, I could staff be wrong. sergeant. No, that's exactly what it was. And then he uh, you know got dishonorably discharged uh, for larceny, um, and. You know, like with a demotion down is the court. I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's, there's a difference between a dishonorable discharge and a bad conduct dis, bad conduct discharge, which I looked up last week because we were talking about this. And it's like bad conduct discharges for things like larceny, dishonorable discharges for things like murder. Mm. And so he was like one. So he yeah. was he was in the in between, but he's lost all of his military privileges yeah. and benefits. And and not not trying to be stuff. a dick, just want devotion which to accuracy. Is, it, so now there's a couple. Thoughts about this, right? The one thing I will say is whether he's discharged or not, like he's still a Marine, right? Yeah. And I still stand by my statement that there's yeah. not a Marine worth their shit that's going to say, take me over the civilian. Right. right. So I think when everyone pushing to get Paul Whelan home over Brittany Greiner, right, that is my statement to them. And I you witnessed know, you in person having a conversation with someone and they got going, I never thought of that, and that's right. a very good point. So I watched you have so, that conversation. So, like, I stand by that. Now, there's also the thought, like, and, and and it's the CIA has come out and said, oh, you know, he had a bad record, and we would never recruit someone with a record like his. So, but it also, like, I don't know, this feels kind of obvious. Like, you guys are just doing a bad job of lying. It's like the worst kept secret. But okay, maybe that's true. And there's a lot that doesn't make sense, right? Like Paul Whelan was over in Russia because a friend, a Marine friend of his was getting married in Moscow near around the Red Square. He allegedly got caught with about $80,000 in cash and a private USB that had all sorts of high-level Russian government information on it. Um, You know, but sure, he was there for a wedding because that makes sense that an American Marine would get married in Russia doing tours of the Red Square. Like, the story was, the friend who was getting married in Moscow wanted Paul Whelan there because Paul Whelan had been to Russia, and he said that Paul Whelan would be able to guide people around so that that they didn't get lost. And then the USB that he had, he thought just had pictures of the friend that he wanted Paul to keep safe, didn't think that there would be private Russian information. Like, it's just fucking bizarre, right? How, like, I, I've been trying to avoid having this conversation. Right. And, and look, I, I hate to go I, down the conspiracy theory yeah. and, and whatever, but look, if this guy's in the CIA, he's okay. I, you know, like that wouldn't shock me or surprise me. Seems more likely than not, but he could just be a Marine that got booted. Right, who was traveling around and did have this random friend who was deciding to get married in Moscow, and then just got caught up 
And it just so happens a that big Russia... Big misunderstanding. Right. That Russia caught wind of it, and they wanted to use him as a pawn. That... Uh, okay. Fine. If, if, if I'm a betting man, uh, I know okay, where I'm going. But may, I, maybe... He, I genuinely don't want to go there because I want to get the guy home. Yeah, exactly. And, and, like, and, and the, whether and, he's a... Now, the frustrating thing is, again, Trump had opportunities to get him home. He didn't, you know, he refused to do it. But, you know, like Biden tried to get him home. Couldn't, you know, Putin refused to do it. They got Brittany Griner home. I still believe Paul Whelan will get home in tw- before the end of 2023. I just, it, you know, the, the, listen, this is international spy shit. Right. right. Whether he's a spy or not, the Russians are saying that he's a spy. Right, like so. Now you, uh, you know, the that's U.S. True. I don't even give a shit for saying he might be involved in espionage because he's in prison for espionage. Right, like that's what he's there for. So it's hard, like you, but he's saying that he's not right, and Which, so that, yeah. so I don't know who is right or wrong here, right? But it seems like, as much as I don't it, trust it, the it, Russians, uh, okay, yeah. I, I, the CIA has never done anything shady, Steve. Exactly. How that's dare the you? Other part, right? How dare you? You know, I mean. It's the, <laughs> clandestine intelligence agency <laughs> like you know i mean it's a central intelligence agency but they do clean yeah, yeah, like, what, what the fuck am i supposed to do with it you know right i mean it just it just i don't know so the paul Whelan, my point is is that paul whelan is a lot more his situation is a lot more complicated than Brittany griner yes and the idea that well if you can bring her if you can bring him if you can bring her home you should be able to bring him home the fuck out of here come on <laughs> Right, like I mean, are, are, so a basketball player naive? accused of having weed versus a guy accused the, of espionage. Accused of being of, of, of espionage, right? Like, so yes, you want to get that guy home, but the reality is, getting him home is going to be a hell of a lot more complicated, especially after the fact that the Russians tried to offer him up, and you punted, right? Right. And, and, and you know, and, and by the way, when you say you, you mean the Trump administration. The Trump administration. So right. Um, you know, and, and you got to think of the timeline too. This is 2018 when he got arrested and he got, you know, he, they, they he got caught up in all of this. We had just arrested that Martina B- or Maria Butina. Yeah, the, right? the gun nut chick that, uh. Yeah, and she had, you know, slept her way around the conservative realm Never and slept all this other stuff. It, but there was a lot going on at the time. And so, it, look, it's complicated, folks. And to simplify it, because you don't like Brittany Griner because she's a lesbian black woman who said things you don't like politically, um, is just so intellectually dishonest and just low brow and 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 just just frustrating. Like like the, and then trying to explain it to people yeah, is brutal. I, I, you know. Now, and the interesting thing is, if I get someone one on one then the light bulb goes off, right? Because you get them out of the tribal mindset, and it's just like, look, hear me out. Do you trust me? Do you trust that I'm not some liberal nut that that is just, like, just hear the things that I'm saying, right? And then tell me that you still wish that they would have brought Whelan home over Griner. Like, I wish we, I want all of our Americans home, no matter where they're being held, right? Short of them being held for truly, like, gross crimes, Right, like if 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 they're Americans and they're anywhere near innocent, right, then I want them home, right. Even if they were found guilty, but it, it, we know it was a sh- I want them home. Um, I want Paul Whelan home. But the reality is, is that once once we're in this situation where they're captured, then want isn't enough. You have to deal with the reality of the situation. And the reality of the situation is, is that you had two people that were captured. You get you bring whoever the fuck home that you can. Right, you don't leave Brittany Griner there because 
you can't get Paul Whelan home and you don't like her because no, you bring him home because my argument to you is if it's you, like think about it, Brittany Griner, like it, you know, Brittany Griner got busted for taking weed to fucking Russia, right? There are plenty of U.S. citizens who travel with weed, bros, both domestically and internationally, that could get picked up anywhere, right? Yeah. In any one of these countries, right? Because people take it to places that they shouldn't all the time and just happen to not get caught. And if you like, if you find yourself traveling internationally and you get caught up in something, do you really want the government to to base whether they fight for you on your political views, right? Because what you're saying is you want Brittany Griner left in Russia, or you wanted her left in Russia because you disagree, you disagreed with her political views, right? And and you don't like the current president. So if you're on vacation somewhere, right? Here's a perfect example. A friend of mine, this just happened, I just found out last night, but he was down in the Dominican Republic, he was on a raft, the raft got hit by a wave, he's partially paralyzed, and he had to get, a, he had to get emergency surgery to put his neck back together, he's in a Dominican hospital, he was a bartender, he doesn't have the, like it's, you know, $100,000, he doesn't have the money, and they're holding him there until the money is paid, and then... You know, he'll get life flighted and everything else to the U.S. So, you know, we're doing a GoFundMe and we're trying to raise money. But think about it, right? Let's say it wasn't an actual injury that had him down there. But he's, let's say he's down in Dominican and he ends up getting captured, right? For some, he gets caught up for He gets arrested. He gets arrested for something. And they say that, oh, well, we, we thought he was a spy, right? If all that being said, right, like he, he's just an innocent person who gets caught up in this, right, but for some reason they think that he's there for the wrong, like, would his fate, should his fate rest in the balance on his political views, right? Like, well, if his political views align with the president, align, then I'll support it, but if they don't, then, well, fuck him, he can stay there, right? Is that is that the thought process that we have? If I agree with you politically, then I want you to have all your rights and I want to, I, I'll fight for you, but if I disagree... Right, this whole thing that we're all Americans is bullshit. At the end of the day, it's not only are you an American, that part I actually don't give a shit about. It's are you a Republican or are you a Democrat? Right. And then I think for even some of these people, it's not even just enough to be a Republican, it's are you a Trump MAGA supporting Republican or not? Because if you're that, then I want everything for you. Otherwise, fuck off, you can go to hell. And if that's where we are as a country, which is where it feels then right. I don't know, right then then I'm not sure we can be saved and and it's just a slow descent into hell. Um, the only thing I argue with is how slow that descent is. Uh, the other day I meant brought up the movie Nine to Five, starring among Parton. others Dolly Parton, Jane Fonda, Dabney Coleman, Lily Tomlin, and I said to a guy who was a bit older than me, I'll identify him off air, and I said that movie I watched it the other day that movie still holds up because it's still funny. Yeah. He's like, I can't watch that shit. Jane Fonda's in it. I'm like, you're a cunt. Sorry. I, uh, mom's going to be yelling yeah. at me now. But, but look, you don't like Jane Fonda's politics. I get it. Fine. I don't like Clint Eastwood's politics. I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch Unforgiven because Clint Eastwood's in it. Great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a movie that I didn't appreciate until fairly recently. But, I mean, it's, it's hardcore. First of all, there's not many movies of Clint Eastwood's I don't like other than uh, the boxing he, movie with he, Hilary Swank. He, that's a brutal movie. Um, Listen, you don't like that movie because it's awful to watch or get her neck snapped <laughs> and just the family. Okay. But he's made some duds, dude. He made movies with 
orangutans sucker punching people. He made a lot of shit. Actually, he I loved lo- that movie as a kid. I loved it. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> I believe Any Which Way But Loose starring Clint Eastwood and Clyde the Chimpanzee. Man, I would love to go on. I've got 10 more things I want to talk about, but you're on a time crunch. Yeah. And so we got to wrap this up. Any final thoughts or we just shut it down? Yeah, I mean, you know, just keep your eye on Elon Musk and Twitter. Um, they keep using the First Amendment argument, and that has nothing to do with the which first is fucking amendment. Interesting, because Elon Musk went through and booted a number of journalists off of Twitter, um, who he said had doxed him, right? Which means they put out his, you know, location information, yep, and yep, information. Yep. Um, and you know, they were those reporters are claiming that they were reporting on a story of people who had doxed him. And he's like, well, by you reporting on it and bringing attention to it, you're basically pulling people to. You're still re, you're basically redoxing me. So he booted them off the platform, um, and it seems like he's kind of going after people with a large platform that have said things about him that he doesn't like. Um, but then he also still stands by First Amendment, free speech, and Twitter. You should be able to say whatever you want, unless you say it about me, and then I'm going to boot you off. But, you know, just keep your eye on it. Also, I think the app is not as good as it was before. And I've given you specific yeah, reasons Yeah, you and I have had this conversation. Um, just, you know, how information is, is put out. Like, it's just not the same. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm leaving it or whatever. Or we're getting off of it um, because I think it's – we still have a, a decent-sized platform there. Uh, but it's just something to watch. Again, we could probably go on for another two hours, but we can't. So we are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter, and we're done.